Virginia, William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook. Hey, this is Nicole Kelly, host of Disarming Disability. Thanks for listening to the following show on Public House Media. This is Dr. Mariah White, host of Your Life Matters, here on Public House Media. Thanks for listening to the following broadcast on Public House Media. Once you are done with this episode, I hope you'll come check out my show, Your Life Matters, where we talk about dreaming big and dreaming bold to reach your wildest dreams in both your health and your happiness. A new show comes out every single Tuesday. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes so you'll never miss an episode of Your Life Matters. Thanks again for checking out the following broadcast on Public House Media. Welcome to the C. Jane Sell Podcast, a relatable sales podcast for your weekly dose of sanity. I'm your host, Chelsea Dupre. And I'm your host, Lee Nevis. Hi. Hey, girl. <laughs> uh, welcome to episode 14 of the C. Jane Sell Podcast. Yes. You can't see it, but I just did a rainbow gesture with my hands. Yep. Because we're really, we're really just having a good day. Feeling it. Yeah, feeling it. Weather looks beautiful outside. We're both kind of like... Just chill. Chill. Maybe a little deliriously tired. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah, I've been grinding. Yeah, girl. We're in P-Club sweat sesh. Like... Yeah? Now is the time. We're going to Q4. Mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got enough in the pipeline that I feel really good about. Mm-hmm. But pipeline and installed sold business are two very different things. Yep. So. Yeah. Grinding. So you're just kind of in the middle of it. So anybody who needs some uniforms in Louisville, let me know. My <laughs> Chelsea, <laughs> she got some goals to hit. She got to do it. Are you feeling good though? Are you? Yeah, feeling I'm feeling like... good. I'm feeling good. Good. I've been putting some like major work in. Good. Yeah. That's all you can do. I mean, I think for a little while, I went through kind of a little bit of a rut. This Mm -hmm. is before we started this, and I was just, uh, you know, a Mm -hmm. little burnout. A little burnout. And Mm -hmm. it took a lot of digging and a lot of just putting my head down and working Mm -hmm. to get out of that. Mm -hmm. And I'm back where I was. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Good. That's awesome. And that's like, I feel like the biggest thing about burnout is that you... It's inevitable. It's your. It's gonna. It's like. It's like Thanos. You know. It's oh inevitable. It's, oh my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> End game. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Did you cry? Oh, I sobbed. Oh, me too. I sobbed. And baby then I had to tears. be like super, like low key about it because Adam knows when I'm gonna cry or when I'm crying, and he does this thing. Adam, if you're listening, <laughs> he does this thing where he like looks over, and I can feel him, and I already felt like a total. Dumbo, and he's like, "You're crying." I'm like, "I know I'm 
stop crying. Oh my gosh. So then I had to be like, no, bro, I'm good. Oh my gosh. I'm like, chill. And I just like, I just didn't want you to see my double chin. So I had to duck my face in my, oh, or I like, I had to act like I'm like rubbing my eye and he's like, I know you're crying. I'm like, oh, I know. And then you have to, it's like all of a sudden you just came down with a cold. Yeah. You're like, these allergies. Wow, I have allergies Gosh. for the last 10 minutes of Avengers Endgame. <laughs> I don't care that he died. Let's stop that. person. Spoiler free. We're not telling you who died. Yeah. Whoa. Someone. Wow, Chelsea. <laughs> wow. Okay, y'all, if you haven't seen it yet, that's on you. It's only been out for like a month, though. Maybe. Yeah, but I mean, time. it's set records. Like, billion dollars. Uh, I mean, like, that's point. on you. I'm yeah. about to say it, but. Don't we, say it. I okay. will delete this. <laughs> I'm very much about no spoilers. Okay, well, because I love Except Lee. Game of Thrones spoilers, because, like, F that show right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you go to Lee's Twitter. <laughs> My Twitter is a human pile of trash that literally is just, like, nothing but me yelling about Game of Thrones into the void. Because I'm, like, mad right now. And I don't know if anyone watches that show, but um, it my cats are actually literally going... They're, they also agree with me. They're running around. They're also angry. They're I just, like... I just expected so much more, and I feel like I... I hate when my time is wasted. It is my biggest pet peeve. I hate when people waste my time. I, it's like if you ask me to be somewhere at 1 p.m. and you don't show up till like 1.45, I'm mad and I don't care. And I'm going to be like, I do not like it. I have put in (laughs) like eight years of my life watching this effing series. And now all you're going to do is just eff it up. And have all the characters on the show just have take complete nosedives and literally like, I'm just mad. I feel like my time is wasted, and that's what I don't like. I yeah. don't like my time to be wasted. Chelsea doesn't watch it, so never watched it. Probably won't. Don't just don't. I feel oh. like that's a huge time commitment. Mm-hmm. I've heard people like it's life changing. You've got to watch it. I just yeah, they probably said that like three weeks ago before it started. Actually, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they did. Now that I'm thinking back, that like you've got to watch it, and it just that's all right. But yeah, the series finale is this Sunday. Maybe by some miracle, they will turn it around. But not looking like it. It's not looking good right now. So we're just gonna we're just gonna roll with the punches, and it's like a life lesson. Sometimes life doesn't work out the way you want it to. Inevitable. But it's life. And it goes on. The sun will rise on Monday morning. The sure sun will rise on Monday morning. Will. And we will all know the ending to Game of Thrones. Yeah, we will. So. I'll figure it out anyways. I'll just text you angrily about it. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. So. That's all that's been going on for me for the past couple of weeks. Just being mad about Game of Thrones. Um, follow up on a seating thing that I did. So mm-hmm. I'll try this because I put it on our Instagram. So back for Easter, I was taking around just like cheesy little things like eggs or peeps. Like I want to peep at your program, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I got a call back from one of those, and I ended up selling the account. So heck yeah, putting in that hard work, making people laugh, mm-hmm. doing the things. Have a bunch more cedars that I am getting ready to take out and deliver and do all of the things. So I'm excited about it. That's awesome. It's going to be good. And look at that. 
like an actual tactic that we showed you all worked. Worked. It's Why almost like Chelsea's really good at this or something. It's like I <laughs> was born to sell uniforms. She was born to sell. Or just sell, yeah. I right, like that better. Just sell in general. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, but I guess speaking on that same Born line, to be. Yeah. Uh, and I think the theme of all of our episodes, not all, but a very vast majority mm-hmm. of them would be, go for it. Sales? That's what I was going to say, speaking about sales. I'm sorry. That's, I don't know. We just run this. I was going to say, speaking of sales. I was going to say the direction we're heading with this podcast. I know. That's what I was going to say after. So, guys, speaking of, like, sales and, like, their direction that we're heading in this podcast. All of that. It's fine. Um, Chelsea and I like so we kind of speaking on the subject. Yeah, let's we do had it. kind of a sit down um, because we realize now that some of the guests that we've been reaching out to and some that we this, love, yes, that we absolutely love, and some of the subjects that we've been talking about aren't like sales specific, and I think that it's because we realize that sales is like kind of the base of every business is like if you're not selling you're not a business you're not growing and you're not growing so from that like we've just been talking about a lot of people who are like growing their own business and like are the growing whole entrepreneur their... type of a thing exactly and so we just like want to make you all aware that like while yes we are cj and sell and, and we sell freaking ish all day all day 100 yeah. percent. we also want this podcast to also be inclusive of just, like, a holistic business mindset. Yeah, like, like for example, we've talked about this a couple times, like, it is okay to accept the fact that, guess what, women, you can have a child and work and that's going to be okay. Or Mm -hmm. if you're not ready for that, then don't feel like you have to be. Mm -hmm. Or if you need to dig down and find your why and your how, okay, cool, let's do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's just so many more things that we want to talk about other than just how to structure a meeting and if you want we can do that and we probably will do that that's cool but we want this to be like what you're saying for everything and everybody Mm -hmm. so you can develop and grow and find hopefully i would hope Mm -hmm. that you find some insight in some of this to make your strategies and techniques better completely because it's not just beneficial for a salesperson to know about business i think it's beneficial for anyone in any position to learn about business or just like I thought that and just like who you are and what you want to do and who you want to be because again and we've said this a million times if you are not right with yourself if your mindset isn't right then nothing else in your life is going to be right Mm -hmm. and so and it's okay to go a different path oh it's okay to be like yes this is it but this little turn is only going to make it better Mm mm-hmm Completely. And it just speaks to you, then you just mm-hmm. gotta do it. That's yep. how CJ and Sal has been for us this entire time. Mm-hmm. It's just been like, yep, that's it. Or maybe something hasn't gone exactly how we wanted, but we're able to learn from it. Completely. Which has been really exciting. That's been really incredible. And I think it's great that we haven't, we haven't really said no a lot, I don't mm-hmm. think, either. I Mm-mm. think that we've just been like, oh, this person, like, they want to be a guest? Awesome, yeah, let's have them on. Like, mm-hmm. I think that it's been really great because we've learned so much about other people and we've learned that 
not every single aspect of this podcast has to be structured completely about like cold calling tips or like whatever which is wonderful and great and trust me who doesn't need effing cold calling tips because cold calling is so hard (laughs) but like Mm -hmm. I think it's it's just been an awesome growth process and so we just wanted to kind of share with you Mm -hmm. the direction that we're headed and if you're like why are you not talking about sales so much it's because we do want to talk about sales but there's a lot of other things that we can cover and touch on Mm mm-hmm amen sister word so there's that yeah there's that (laughs) speaking on that speaking on that yeah now let's see if we can guess what the next thing we're going to talk about yeah okay okay on the count of three one One, two two, three our instagram buying no (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about instagram buying (laughs) i forgot we were going to talk about that yeah, we were going to talk about that. Okay. So, I don't know if you have ever been in your inbox and there's requests for messages and it's like, hi, follow me, I follow you. Hi, follow me. Or, hey, do you want to boost your followers by $20,000 to 20,000 followers this week? Then pay ex- Stop. I'm over it. I'm so over it. We, I accidentally, because I'm so dumb, I fell for it. I registered for one of those, like, free online seminars where it's, like, I'm going to teach you in, like, 30 minutes, like, some tips that I use to boost my Instagram. Which, like, I'm totally down with that. Yeah. If that's, like, what you want to do in order to, like, get people on, like, your email list or whatever, heck yeah. Like, do that. That's incredible. That's amazing. For a month now, I've gotten two emails a day asking me to give this effing person $5,000 for their six-week Instagram sales boosting program Bye. I want to stab myself in the throat and every single day it is like so like scammy like mm-hmm. all and they did the reply thing that we said before that oh, we said R-E. Was R-E blah 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 like they've done every single salesy scammy scummy thing in the book and it literally is driving. and this account has a this account has like 3 million followers it's not like they're just some random person and it makes me so mad seeing huge, big brands doing scammy stuff like that. And I think that it has been, people are trying to copy that and people are just assuming like, oh, well, this big brand did it. Like, I can for sure do it. And so I feel like all like my following count for the past <laughs> month and a half has been at the exact same number, even though I've had like a hundred different accounts follow me. Because mm-hmm. they'll follow you, and then you'll they'll unfollow you the next day, and follow you, and unfollow. And it's just Who has like, time for that? It's like you're getting on my nerves. You're an extra notification on my phone. Stop doing that. I'm not gonna follow you. I don't know you. I'm not interested in your dumb posts. I'm over it. I hate it. It's driving me crazy. Like it's literally driving me insane. Mm-hmm. It's driving me crazy. It really is. It's a lot, and it's just really. I ingenuine. like to see things that. Um, I'm cool to look at it like an ad or if someone's pitching a product that I'm really genuinely interested in. Mm-hmm. All about it. That's great. Sure. Oh, for sure. Not, or if I like reading about it or seeing it, then mm-hmm. sweet. That's oh, cool. All for spawn con. All for sponsored Ugh. content. I'm totally mm. down with that. Yep. That queen. does not bother me in the least bit. Yeah. But because all this like garbage, like you follow me, I follow you, or the for. $20 you can get XYZ or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah, it's 
Uh, okay, so you're gonna give me ten thousand followers, and I'm gonna have the same hundred and nineteen likes per picture. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Exactly. That's not weird or anything. Yeah, and that's what. Um. So Josh, our guest, that mm-hmm. is, you're gonna hear later in the podcast, mm-hmm. he was talking about that, and that like it's one of his biggest pet peeves because when he started, he had his like Instagram blew up because of his blog, and now yeah. he's been like kind of at the same number for the past like year or so just because he's not doing any of that yeah and because all of his other friends are like paying for all this stuff and like paying for um like followers and paying for likes and all this stuff but what that does is it messes with your um algorithms so you see him and he has all these incredible sponsors like Mm -hmm. i mean he's partnered with like blue moon and these like huge brands because he can show them like hey i don't do anything to like boost my page this is my actual like engagement post and this is like people who follow me and the people that are liking me they're doing it constantly and they're constantly coming to my page and seeing me yep. and liking my stuff because his engagements are exact and beautiful and they're organic and he and did so it he, himself exactly so he's able to go to these big companies and be like oh hey like this is actually my engagement when really like someone who like pays someone to do stuff it's just it's not gonna be the same and it's right. gonna be way less and the demographics on that are going to be way skewed and way weird like he knows exactly his demographics that follow yeah. him so and he can like spit them out like crazy and that's one of the reasons why i started following him was i would see his like posts because he goes around louisville and does pictures of like parts of louisville and reviews and mm-hmm. just like really good pictures mm-hmm. and so that's why i started following him <laughs> i'm like lee i just messaged <laughs> the Kentucky gent to be on the pod. And she's like, I know him. I'll just ask. I'm like, okay. Oh my gosh. Like, to be yeah. Lee, for real. I'm, there's been a couple of people I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm going to message them. She's like, I have their phone number. I'm like, oh. Well, that's well, cool. <laughs> when you've done it all, you've seen it all, Chelsea. <laughs> oh but yeah, I um. I was going to make a really good point, but I don't remember what it was. My point is if you're interested in learning a little bit about the Instagram, maybe you're thinking about working on your Instagram game, mm-hmm. that's something you want to do, or maybe you're just intrigued by how it even works, mm-hmm. I think this is a pretty good, insightful episode to just go oh, sure. Okay, that makes sense. For sure. And I think, ooh, this is the point I was going to make, is I like his content because it's not like a... He doesn't, like, format it like everyone else formats it. Mm -hmm. It's, like, Chelsea and I were talking about this earlier where it's, like, can we just chat about anxiety? Or, like, can we just (laughs) chat about something real quick? Okay, guys, I've got to talk about this. We've got to talk about, like, and it's, like, dot, dot, dot. Do you ever feel, like, crazy? And then it's, like, seven emojis, and it's, like, oh, my God. Yes, I feel crazy right now for reading your freaking Instagram posts. Like, his stuff is, like, hey, I went to Naive the other day. It was incredible. This is Uh, what I ordered. It's great. This is a little bit about them. It's like actually like organic, informational, like good stuff. Useful. Like, oh snap. I've actually gone to a a restaurant in Louisville because I saw a post like that or his post. I think I've gone to many, many places that he's posted about. Yeah. Because it's just, it looks so great. And he actually cares about local businesses and he cares about, you know, their products. He cares about how much, you know, time and effort they're putting into everything. And so. And that comes through on his Instagram. So when people say, like, be organic, be truthful, be his, his page is a perfect example of that. It really is. 
Yeah. And then just, you know, if that's something you're thinking about doing, then trust yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. trust that you have something to say or something to give. And that doesn't mean that you can't think outside the box. You got to think outside the you box. You have to think outside the box now because people are just going to get annoyed with We're you. We're in a freaking, like, hexagon box right now, so it's hard to get out of that, but... <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it's very hard. Yeah. But it's okay. But it's possible. It is. It's possible. Yeah. So, on that tangent of Game of Thrones, not watching Game of Thrones, we might talk about the same thing. Turns out we're not going to talk about the same thing. And then how... Can you guys tell we don't write anything down? <laughs> Just hit record and talk. I know. One of my one of my managers, he was, like, not my sales manager, but my brand manager, he was like, I, you know, I, I bet you're putting a lot of time into, like, getting your episodes ready. I was like, bro... Me and Lee just are on a vibe, and we decide we're going to talk about this, and then we talk about it. Because it's yeah. genuinely, this is how we're feeling, and this is what we're going through. And it's, oddly enough, pretty similar to what the other person is going through. And so, we just want to be ourselves and hope that maybe other people feel the same way. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, if not, tell me your secrets. Why don't you start a podcast? Yeah, please. I've listened. <laughs> Oh but anyways. anyways, side note. Cool. Awesome. Well, um, yeah, without further ado, I guess we will press onward. Yeah. Jump right into our interview. Right. Are we ready for the interview? Oh, part? we're ready for it. Okay. Yeah. Nothing else we have to talk about that I forgot because I'm really smart. We'll save it for next pod. Okay, great. Awesome. Enjoy. <gasps> Yay. This is Josh. Bye. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of CJ and Cell podcast. Um, this is Lee. Chelsea is not with us today. She's being a responsible adult and working like a loser. Um, just kidding. Chelsea, hope you're doing great. Um, we're so excited today because we are here with the one and only Josh Johnson, a.k.a. the Kentucky Gym. Thank you for being here today. Yeah, thanks for having me course um so if you're not familiar with josh first pause the podcast right now go follow him on instagram the kentucky gent his insta is absolutely beautiful has amazingly curated content it's gorgeous um and i actually and i don't even know if you remember this or not so (laughs) we've actually met like like nine or so years ago we met each other. I know that I've known you for a long time, but I don't remember how we even met. Okay, are you ready for this? Because I figured it out. Because this week I was like, I know I've known Josh for a while, but like I don't remember how we met each other. It was in 2009, 2010. I don't remember the exact year, but it was when Lady Gaga came to Louisville and played at the Yum Center and went to Connections afterwards. Yes. And. We, my friend Slee and I, like, got pulled up on stage for a costume contest. And she came out, like, and surprised everyone there. Everyone was wigging out. And afterwards, because, like, we, no one obviously knew it was going to happen, we went back into the audience and you found me and were like, hey, like, I took photos for you. Do you want me to send them to you? And I was like, yes, oh my God, I freaking love you. And so you text me all the pictures and I was like, thank you, you're the best. I was like, let's be friends on Facebook. And then that's how we first met. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. I loved Connection back in the day and took a ton of photos. I was like the the photographer for our friend group, like, no joke. Really? Uh, Yeah, so. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Maybe you were the Starling Kentucky Gent like forever ago. I was. You were. Oh man, I got your first content. Yeah, I remember that. That night that's insane that was the craziest night so, so 
Yeah, so we've known each other for a while, and yeah. I think that it's been so much fun just from following you on social media, like, even from way back then, like, watching you grow into this, like, brand and that has just been, like, so successful. So take us back, like, how did you first begin the whole concept of the Kentucky Jet? Uh, so I've been doing this about, I just added it up the other day, I think five to six years total, uh, three years full-time, actually four years full-time. Uh, so I was working in retail for quite a while, so that's kind of where the idea originally stemmed from, I was doing like outfit of the day, post on Instagram, and I had a friend, I was like, you should start a blog, and then I was like, that's really stupid, I would never start a blog. <laughs> and then here we are six years later, <laughs> I did have a blog. Uh, so the name came to be because I left like retail management and became a buyer for a company, so I was traveling a lot to places like LA, New York, Vegas, things like that, and people were like, oh, where are you from? I'm going from Kentucky, and they were always very surprised because it didn't fit the traditional mold I think people in Kentucky look like or how they have their hair or they don't have tattoos or things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where the name came to be, and it's kind of evolved over the years from like a fashion, like personal style blog into more of like a lifestyle approach so where to eat where to travel to um cooking recipes uh cocktails a little bit of everything that's awesome that's awesome um so from the blog you have now because here's my thing is like i understand like the idea of like an influencer and like having a successful instagram but i literally don't know like how you can get from like point A of like starting your social media, starting a blog to now be like getting paid sponsors and you know having all these partnerships. So how did your first kind of like paid, you know, couple paid gigs, couple paid sponsorships like come about? Was it you reaching out? Were people reaching out to you? How did that happen? So I will fully admit that I am a whole business owner and I'm so bad at reaching out to people. Um, <laughs> I could do a lot more business if I was just actually like proactive and was like, hey, let's work together. Mm-hmm. Um, I do do that a little bit when I travel and like I can reach out to a hotel and be like, hey, I'm headed to your city. Would you be interested in parking together for like a travel guide to like wherever your city is? Traditionally, most people reach out to me either directly or through a PR firm. Uh, so that's where social media comes into play and having like a strong social presence and being active on platforms. Mm-hmm. Also, for me, my blog comes in handy because if you search, like, Louisville Blogger, I'm one of the first that pulls up. And Louisville is kind of a really hot, like, topic and hot city right now, especially, like, bourbon and tourism and travel and food and Top Chef was just here. So Louisville definitely is, like, on the up and up. So that plays in my favor as well. But the biggest thing, I think, is me being active on social, engage with other influencers who are in my niche or engage with brands or agencies who I think also would be a good fit for me. So I'm getting the right because a lot of people live in New York or LA, and it's a lot easier because you can run into the office and be like, "Hey, like schedule a meeting, and like let's only introduce myself to the client team or things like that." So I do take fairly regular trips to New York um, at least once a year to like meet the teams and make sure I'm on like at least like face to face with the people that I know that I work with. Cool. I do think the face to face stuff is still super important as far as that goes, especially being in a smaller city. That's awesome. So you're partnered, you're partnered with a PR firm? You have a PR firm? I do not. You do not. So a lot of brands, so PR world's weird, <laughs> or marketing, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. So some brands will have in-house stuff, so like they'll just have like, say it's like Lee at like Blue Moon, for instance, I just worked with Blue Moon, so mm-hmm. like they have an internal team, but then a lot of larger brands will have like just a marketing team or just a PR team and just a social team. So sometimes I'll be contacted, I'll get contacted directly from Blue Moon, mm-hmm. 
Actually, Budweiser's going to say a lot. We're going to get Budweiser directly, directly through Budweiser. Nice. Like, from their home office. But I used to work with Budweiser through their PR firm. Okay. So it's just, it depends on, like, how the brand runs their things. But some people have it in-house, some people have it out of house. But it's typically through, like, the client side of it. Like, a client will reach out to me, like, hey, we love your stuff. We want to work together on something. But then there are also, like, platforms that act as, like, a like a bible almost for brands you can like literally like log in and be like hey i want an influencer that does x y and z and then like we get like an email it's like hey do you want to opt into this say yes or no there's a lot of that kind of stuff too which that i think is kind of getting phased out a little bit it's like the market's so large now Mm -hmm. i think a lot of brands are taking back into back into in-house um the positive with like platforms like that is for brand side is that there's a lot more analytics behind it the positive for us is we don't have to send it over because that can be a little redundant if you're sending over stats and like that's not what we got into business for mm-hmm. like I'm not a numbers person I don't like like data and things like that so for me yeah I like the creative like content side of it not like the numbers and biz side that's awesome so when you're creating content do you try to think like oh like this is something that I would be into or you're like hey this is what I think my followers would like or is it kind of mix of both uh, it's definitely a mix of both. Uh, I definitely got way too off on the tangent of like, only focusing on what people wanted to see, mm-hmm. which I think is a good thing to do as a creator, but also it's much harder to talk about if you're only focusing on what people want to see from you. Obviously, like, I need to appeal to my audience and like, whatever they like, I should post about more. But also to make sure that I like it. It's much easier to talk about content than like, oh, I actually like this. Uh, not that I would post about things I don't like, but it's easier to about, talk about things that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm and make it relatable for an audience than just being like, oh, you want to hear about, I don't know, some random thing that I don't really love. Yeah. Uh, we doing it just to make content for you guys. Uh, so it's much, I prefer to focus on what I like to do and then try to spin it in the way that I can if I am able to, to make it relatable to a larger audience. That's awesome. So what is like, what's like your day to day? Like what's your like work do you wake up at like 6 a.m do your thing (laughs) what is your like i guess work week kind of look like um work week kind of depend like last week was derby in louisville so like last week was insane and days were like typically like all night versus like day side i slept most of the day (laughs) Um, (laughs) because events run late Uh, but typically like days start around eight or nine for me i work out um go to orange theory and then come home have breakfast do like coffee check my emails that kind of stuff and if it's like an office day, um, so I'll be like editing photos or writing content or replying to emails, doing contracts, that kind of stuff. I try to split it up into like days like that and then days where I'm making content or so taking photos. I'm out like at restaurants eating food or things like that. That way I'm not like jumping from that creative side of it. Like we're mm-hmm. taking photos and that kind of stuff into like doing contracts or invoicing and things like that. So, because for me, my brain doesn't function like that, so it's easier for me to split it into, like, segments. Mm-hmm. So each day is definitely different. Like, some days I'll be traveling for work, like, I'm headed to two cities um, next week and the week after. That's awesome. So those days are fun, because those days are, like, I'm on the road all day, and, like, scheduled, like, breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, all that kind of stuff, so I can experience a city and kind of, like, get photos and make content and do, like, a city guide for those cities. Nice. So it really depends on the day, the client, uh... So it's kind of all over the place, which is fun and also not fun because I'm not the most organized person in the world. So right. it's somewhat nice to have a schedule as far as like getting creative because I can definitely like do nothing all day if I'm not careful. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think that 
I'm kind of the same way. Like I kind of have to schedule out exactly what I'm doing. Not maybe exactly what I'm doing, but I have to be like, okay, Tuesday I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And I'm going to yep. write it down on a piece of paper. I'm going to put it on a post-it note, like on my wall or wherever. Because if I don't write it down, I can't just like wake up and like get in that mode. Like I have to plan to be in that mode. Yeah, I'm the same. So a lot of times before I go to, if I have like a big day the next day, before I go to bed, I like write down like, all right, Tuesday. And I even put, like, gym, and then I'll put, like, coffee, and then I'll put, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm, like, I know that I have to do those things, but at least in my head, getting it out of my head onto paper, I can stop stressing about it as much. Mm-hmm. I just have to, like, get it out of my head and onto something. Yeah. I think where my love of writing probably comes from more than anything is because, like, I can get things. If things are out of my head and I write it down on paper or put it into, like, an article, it's much easier for me to deal with it than to, like, if it's in my head, I'll lay in bed for, like, three hours and be up to, like, four and be like, oh... Yeah. Tomorrow's going to be a busy day. You should do this, this, and this, and this. But once I write it down, it's like done and out of my head and ready to go. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So you mentioned that you loved writing. So obviously you did start a blog. Were you into writing before that? Or did you just kind of start getting into it whenever you started blogging? Uh, so actually I graduated high school with like 15 college credits in English. Like that was kind of what I thought I wanted to do, but I didn't really know how I was going to do it when I was like 18 years old. Mm-hmm. I've always loved English. I love writing. Uh, so yeah, it's always been a passion point for me, and also photography has been as well. Mm-hmm. So it kind of fell into my lap, like a passion project turned into like a full time job, and it employs both things that I actually love doing. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. When did you start getting into photography? Uh, I mean, I've always from long like when I first remember, I've always had a camera in my hand, like. Mm-hmm. I had digital cameras, those old clunky Kodak digital cameras, like, mm-hmm. growing up on trips and things like that. For sure. Uh, and I've pretty much always had a camera ever since then, even when it was just, like, iPhones. So I've always been attracted to taking photos. And over the years, it's been fun to, like, get a full DSLR and kind of self-teach myself on all of that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. learn to edit and capture content and even do videos sometimes now, too. Uh, so it's always learning. Nice. That's amazing. What do you see right now trend wise I guess like in the influencer world is there like a certain like thing that's like really trending is there like a direction that it's going that you're seeing that you haven't seen before Uh, I think the biggest trend right now is that all influencers are releasing their own collections or own product lines I think that's like the next step for most influencers Mm -hmm. Um, like Song of Style just released her clothing collection with Revolve one while it's out yeah but she has announced it's coming out and Damaslyn Dior just released something as well with an LA-based brand. So I think that's the biggest, like, next thing is brands capitalize on influencers, like, clout, in essence, and their style taste. Yeah. And then branding on that. Um, there's actually an agency in LA called DBA, um, Digital Brand Architects, and they have an entire subset inside of the company that handles digital digital brand architect products. So it's... Oh. Or it's maybe it's DB, DBP. So digital brand products, yeah. It's like they use their influencers and they like take them and like do like a nail polish line or like whatever something like their niche, like niches. Huh. So they they're really DBA is like super super smart and like kind of like the holy grail influencer like management teams. Yeah. Uh, so everyone that's kind of in that space wants to work with them because they honestly really do and truly understand what they're doing. Yeah. Have you thought about doing that? Do you want to create your own line? Um, not my own line. I'd love to have my own store one day. Like a Louisville, yes. like, based store. I just don't know if Louisville's ready for that yet. I think retail spaces in Louisville are super tricky. Yes. And I think once our downtown is a little more built up, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I can see it happening. They're, like, going to be, like, a flower, like, a plant store, not flower stores. I don't really love, like, I mean, I love fresh florals, but it's not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, like, a plant store and, like, a denim shop. 
was like most of like my like like very basics like I'm not gonna made welly which is kind of really bad to say but like right just like basics like jeans tees denim jackets good boots plants and that, that kind of stuff yeah I kind of see you with like your own line of like mixers like I can do that yeah bitters and like yeah. all the like other kind of like the Kentucky gent like yeah like certain flavors of bitters for like old fashions That's and stuff idea. yeah anyways write that down oh yeah <laughs> I'll name one after you. Perfect. Thanks. <laughs> Just give me a shout out. <laughs> don't need a, don't need a portion. Perfect. Awesome. Um, so I guess so you're from Louisville originally. Yes. Right. So grew up here. What is like your? I kind of like to give like any guests that we have like an opportunity to like really just chat about like what they're into, like what they're really passionate about, like yeah. what kind of like makes them tick. So, what you know? What are you? What are you? passionate about tell us about your background uh i mean like i said background mostly retail i also went to hair school so nice it's an odd amalgamation of like a bunch of random things <laughs> uh, i also wanted to be a chef growing up so i think a lot of a lot of my passion points have merged into one which is the blog mm-hmm. so from grooming and styling to like cooking and travel and photography it's kind of all became one Louisville's a great place to be right now for all of those things because like the culinary scene here is booming and the travel scene is booming here. Mm-hmm. So I've had a great chance to work with a lot of like amazing brands who are visiting the city or coming to the city or expanding in the city, things like that. So it's been really fun to be on the backside of that and kind of help Louisville grow in the sense of me sharing like city guys or like where do you get in this neighborhood or sharing favorite restaurants in Louisville mm-hmm. and being able to really highlight and focus on like small mom and pop businesses that I think you would maybe know if you visited Louisville, but I think a lot of people like visit like, Google and they're like, hey, like what's doing Louisville? And it's like Fourth Street Live or like, the Slugger Museum or Waterfront Park, which I'm like, those are all amazing things. Fortunately, Live's not that amazing, but they're trying to rebrand it and like do a better job. So like, kudos yeah. to them for that. Um, but like, I think there are so many small businesses, and like, also I mean, Louisville's known for like, eat local, shop local, keep Louisville weird kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't think a lot of cities in Kentucky are like that. So people still like venture towards like O'Charlie's or like Applebee's or Chili's or whatever. And, like, Louisville food, just price point is very similar to a lot of those places anyway. I'd much rather focus and, like, celebrate and share places that are, like, small business owned by either minorities or women or things like that versus being like, oh, I'm going to Louisville, I'm just going to go to Chili's because it's, like, I know Chili's is good. So I do my best to, like, highlight restaurants that I know will appeal to large audiences and then also are, like, good price points. That's awesome. Yeah. What are some of your favorite restaurants right now in Louisville to go to? Uh, actually, just answered this on Instagram last night because someone asked. Um, so, <laughs> Eat Naive. I don't know why I said Eat Naive. That's their handle on Instagram. So, right. Naive, um, which <laughs> is like a naive. it's a veggie con- like veggie healthier focused concept in New Era Butcher Town. Um, I love Feast for Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Fast Cash concept. Um, Grail House has amazing brunch and lunch. Uh, silver dollar for brunch or dinner and then Kuvion which is kind of a new concept in Germantown but uh, their food's absolutely incredible I've not been there yet that's no, the it's only place so, I so good. been yeah um, their patio is great too and it's like really it's my backyard so that's kind of why I go there quite oh, a bit and they have yeah. great happy hours um, Monday's all day happy hour nice yeah oh my gosh yeah okay. it's like super super nice that's awesome what are some of the best cocktails you've had in Louisville um, best cocktails, probably Mr. Lee's. I love Mr. Lee's. Yeah. Um, they're smoked old fashioned, so I don't know my favorite drinks that I've ever had. Um, also in my neighborhood, so mm-hmm. super nice for me. Uh, Silver Dollar, I think their cocktail menu is just always 
Rotating, but they also have incredible staples that they have on there all the time, which I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. And what are high water? Um, I love them. It's hard to get any reservation and like all that kind of stuff, which is kind of weird for Louisville. Yeah. I appreciate the concept and I appreciate what they're doing. So hopefully it catches on, but also I think it's a little hard. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I love Silver Dollar. It has that, oh my gosh, it has like a jalapeno. Hearts on fire. Yes. Yeah, oh my so good. gosh. Hearts on fire. Everyone write that down and go have that at Silver Dollar it's right now. It's incredible. Also, their summer cocktail menu just came out and Forever Jim is on it. It's like my favorite margarita. It's like a lavender margarita. <gasps> so you like margaritas? You should definitely try that too. Ooh, all right. I'll have to hit that up. It's delicious. Definitely. Definitely. So outside of Louisville, because obviously you do travel a decent amount and, you know, you know, not expose, I guess, highlight, <laughs> you expose different brands, you highlight different brands yeah. in different places in different cities. What are some of your favorite cities that you've traveled to doing this? Um, first to mind would be Guadalajara, Mexico with Patron. I flew down with them for two days to experience their distillery, um, kind of show their process from start to finish. Um, the team's amazing. The distillery's amazing. The process is great. They're like a completely self-sustaining, like, eco-friendly green company whereas a little bit everything that's made in the plant is then so like all of the agave is then harvested and turned into like mulch or fertilizer and something like that oh. it's all given to their employees or used to grow food for the guest house on property oh my gosh I so like no it's idea. like a fully self-sustaining like ecosystem which i really appreciate that such a large brand like that is focusing mm-hmm. on something like that for sure and another large brand i work with is mcdonald's went to chicago with them um, to their HQ to learn about their sustainability practices and coffee because coffee is actually a super super rough and harsh crop on the environment and like on the cities that it's grown in and the climates and all that kind of stuff so they're mm-hmm. fully fully committed to sustainability going on their coffee by 2020 um, oh, wow. which is a huge commitment for such a large company mm-hmm. I didn't realize how harsh growing coffee is on like the the terrain yeah. kind of zaps all the nutrients out of the ground Oh, wow. And you only grow it in certain places because so it has to have a certain amount of shade and things like that. So we're working with a lot of like small farmers to kind of focus on like making sure that they're know what they're doing and like also are like there for like up the long haul versus mm-hmm. like I mean it's a big company they could easily like fast farm or fast produce like coffee from like some large farms where they're focusing on like small sustainability practices with like small farmers which I really think is amazing wow yeah. who would have thought McDonald's okay get it my cafe yeah seriously all right that's amazing yeah so Chicago with McDonald's Guadalajara yeah. with Patron that's awesome is there yeah. any like certain city in the US that you're like oh this is super up besides Louisville obviously oh this is super up and coming like would love to go here eventually uh, so I've already been there but St. Louis actually really surprised me as far as their food scene goes like oh, I yeah. spent four days there like robbing a food piece for their tourism department mm-hmm. um, some of the best food I've had in a long long time and I was very pleasantly surprised by it uh, it's a four-hour drive from Louisville, so it's really easy for like a quick weekend trip. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I had a ton of fun. That's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. So I want to spend more time in Austin. I know they're like it's it's not like booming. It's not growing. It's already like a huge food scene. But I kind of yeah. I spent one day there. Spot. Yeah, but I want to go back and spend like and eat all the food. Yeah, I'm, I'm going there next weekend. That's so, awesome. Yeah, if you know any places, let me um, know. <laughs> follow my friend, A Taste of Cocoa. She's oh, really? She's a food blogger in oh, Austin. A Taste yeah. of Cocoa. Yeah. Okay, I'm literally going to follow K-O-K-O. her. K-O-K-O. K-O-K-O. Okay, I'm literally going to follow She's her. She's amazing. Awesome. Cool. 
Well, what's up next for you? I know you said that you're traveling a couple places. Yeah. Is there anything like new that we can be looking for in um, your content? Or no, I'm kind of getting back to like a Louisville focus. I kind of mm-hmm. got off on that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was dating someone out of state for a while, so that made it a little like I was traveling more often to see him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that breakup, I like, kind of got waylaid, like waylaid for like a year afterwards. Mm-hmm. So focusing more on like Google content, like highlighting restaurants and new places, but also I want to kind of go to like the divey places and like like Ollie's Burgers or like mm-hmm. Dizzy Whiz or like Dairy Dell. Do like little bitty like yeah iconic like Louisville staples for things and focus more on that kind of stuff for a little bit this summer and do like a little like five best like hole in the wall places to get a burger or things like that so i'm gonna try to get back and do more of like a louisville that's where i got my roots that's where i started at was like louisville focused everything yeah and i kind of got away away from it because i was traveling more often and things like that uh so kind of like the summer i kind of want to stay in louisville and just like focus on like experiencing louisville like a local and doing festivals and um getting ice cream at dairy dell and Dairy Castle, and no, there's so many yeah. like dairy places yeah, in the name. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's what I'm gonna, that's like the next thing for me, I think. That's awesome. Yeah. Back to basics. Back to basics. I think basics. I think a lot of us try to overcomplicate things and like do too much. And I lost a lot of like my, I didn't, they're still all still there, but I stopped posting about Louisville as much. Like a lot of my audience kind of stopped commenting and engaging. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited to get back to that kind of those like basics for me and get that audience re engaged. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, is there anything else? I like to do like an open forum, kind of like like at the end of like a yoga class where you can just do whatever pose you want. Yeah. Like, is there any like open forum? You're like, hey, I'm really passionate about this and we didn't talk about this. Or like, hey, I really want to talk about this one dessert that I had like two weeks ago, <laughs> like this one place or. <laughs> um, I don't think so. I think we touched on very much everything. I did my best to kind of weave in like things like the sustainability aspects or the greenness of companies that I've worked with which I think is awesome I love that uh, yeah I mean if you guys have not visited Louisville I definitely recommend it uh, someone asked me recently what I think like what I love about Louisville the most and I said it's the people that I love the most from Louisville like obviously I love the food and I love the culture and things like that but if you know someone from Louisville you know like how much we love the city how much we're so prideful of it being in our hometown so I think to the people that call Louisville home or what make Louisville so special. Without any of us, we wouldn't have the food scene, we wouldn't have cocktails, we wouldn't have the tourism, we wouldn't have the distilleries back downtown. So Louisville's growing, but it's because of the people that call it homes. We're so prideful of our city and so proud of it that we want to highlight it in all the ways we can. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, um, tell everyone where they can find you. <laughs> uh, so I'm the Kentucky Gent on pretty much everything. I'm the KY Gent on Twitter because some douchebag <laughs> has that handle Already took and it. has not posted in like eight years. And I've appealed to Twitter like literally I do it at least once a month. Oh my gosh. Because also the content on there is like super graphic and like not brand appropriate for me. So I'm like... Right. Can you please delete that? <laughs> and they will not do it. Um, oh my gosh. So, but yeah, other than that, KentuckyGent.com and KentuckyGent on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. Instagram is like my f- platform of choice. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of like where I'm eating, where I'm traveling, what I'm doing. Stories of my cat because she's really cute. Yes, she yeah. is really cute. Yeah, I've thank you. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. Um, and we will see you all next week. 
another episode of CJ and Cell. Chelsea will be back, I promise. I'll drag her back. Um, you can follow us on CJ and Cell Podcast on Instagram or on Facebook, or you can join our secret CJ and Cell Podcast group on Facebook if you just want to, like, bitch about your job or, like, talk about your period cramps. Like, we really don't care. Whatever you want to do, we're here for you. Um, we hope you have a great Thursday, and we'll see you next week. Virginia, William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook.